The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. Moving along to word domination. So, what is word domination? This is um, a, a space, I suppose you could say, where we look at words, we look at language, we look at how we engage with words and language. And in this country, it's an interesting one for sure. Now, the Pinduring Awards took place this week. It was a ceremony at which the awards were announced, and the theme was Let Your Language Loose. Ibn Kun is the Pinduring Awards General Manager. Ibn, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and thank you for the platform. Yeah, but let's uh, go first of all to the Pendurings. What are they and how do they differ, for example, to other advertising awards? So the Pendurings is really a platform that celebrates um, creative content that's created in our indigenous languages. Um, and we see a global, really see a global movement um, of people starting to re-embrace that, which is the indigenous, because we know that in South Africa, we've got all these indigenous languages. Um, and we've kind of all agreed under force to, 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 to have English as a dominant language. And, and therefore, a lot of our cultural identity is, is starting to go lost. Um, we have a country with more than 90% of people having a mother tongue other than English, but we all kind of use English, our second language, as the predominant language. And it's it, it's for practical reasons that we do that. It's it's kind of not okay to use an indigenous language in a boardroom when half the audience can't understand. But what Pendurance is about is to say that we shouldn't stop doing the nice things in our indigenous languages. So whether it's advertising messages, storytelling, um, podcasts and things, we should do those things in our indigenous languages so that we continue to celebrate them and use our um, cultural identity um, in, in creative ways. I think you're quite right in saying that English is in many ways the language of transaction. What you have done with the Pendurings is it originally was um, focused on only the Afrikaans language, but now you've completely shifted it quite dramatically to look at all our indigenous languages. How did that decision come about and how has that changed the actual Penduring Award event itself? So Michelle, about five years ago, the board of the Pendurin came to brainstorm our company and asked us to help to transform this. And over the last five years, it's really been a magnificent transformation journey. We immediately um, killed any categories that were like rewarding work in a specific language. So it was then open for all indigenous languages. Anything that is executed in more than 70% of indigenous languages or other languages, because we also do a lot of code switching in South Africa. So it's okay to tell a story and have 30% of it in English and you can still enter it in Pandora. Um, since we've changed the, the, the rules, we've seen significant growth over the years. Um, this year we had a 12.5% increase in the number of entries and it's really become an incredible celebration of not celebrating languages individually, but together. And that creates an incredible thing because people say that all languages have the same struggle in society with this very English-dominating position that we take on as part of the globalization of, uh, of the world. But that when we do what, what was done in the past for Afrikaans in terms of development, if the same is done for all indigenous languages, we really are building brand South Africa in a magnificent way. I understand that you also hosted a colloquium to really start to engage with um, the, the, the narrative, I suppose one could use that word, of different languages in this country and how we improve that usage. 
Yes, so we, we hosted the Indigenous Language in Bezo for the first time this year um, in partnership with University of Johannesburg's Department of Humanities. Um, we also have a magnificent endorsement from the South African Commission for UNESCO. And why, that's, why that is important is we, we, we're entering the decade of Indigenous languages. So around the world, this is an issue. So what we did with the Imbizo is we invited different academics, um, people who, and from the advertising sector, authors, media houses like SABC Radio, Multi-Choice, Media Info, they all came together to start investigating what it is that we need to do to really develop and innovate on the development of our indigenous languages. It was a marvelous event. Um, it was only two hours long, and we've really set, we've started in a new direction that we hope to grow over the next decade to really say what are workable methods for multilingualism in South Africa. What were some of the outcomes of that? Um, so, Michelle, we've, we've got an ongoing conversation now with the, with the UNESCO, um, the South African Commission for UNESCO. We would love to forge a multi-stakeholder partnership between all these different stakeholders mm. in society to say, what are good ways that we can work together? We need young people to come with new ideas for technology. In, we showcase quite a few new apps and things that help people to learn languages or listen to stories in indigenous languages. We need corporates to come to the party to fund more of those initiatives in future. I mean, it would be wonderful in future if we have um, mental health support lines in South Africa that are bots that can speak indigenous languages to help to, to help us along. And there's, there's storytelling platforms. There's all these different things that we've showcased. And we hope to, 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 to launch a new plan in the near, a new prize in the near future that looks at indigenous language technology um, and how that can be used to advance the status of indigenous languages in South Africa. I imagine if I think about it that uh, one of the players in that space could be Google um, just because of the work that they're doing but also possibly even um, Wikipedia and the like to, to start shifting how we get our information in a diversity of languages. Absolutely, Michelle. Big tech companies have got a significant influence on the drive for globalization. So if they don't engage with the idea of indigenous languages, it can be drastic. But at the same time, they can be exceptionally useful. Um, Google, Microsoft, a lot of the big tech companies are interested and are doing great work. Um, we, we, we want them to partner more with, with normal South Africans in that process um, to drive this forward. Because at the same time, there's an issue of whose language is it, whose culture is it. So it cannot be tech companies that do this alone. It has to be through a multi stakeholder partnership of sorts that we want to see that innovation and development. I'm delighted that the SABC was part of that process, given that, uh, you know, I am really proud about the fact that we have such a diversity of stations with a Mm. diversity of languages. And it really does demonstrate um, what the role of a public broadcaster should be and could be as we grow further. Absolutely, and there was very interesting discussions during the Imbiza, specifically around SABC programming. There's kind of two schools of thought that came to the fore very clearly. Some people that are very preservationist or conservative in their in their thinking around the purity of language, and a different group of people that says maybe we are developing languages in which we should be embracing new ways of speaking. So there's all these interesting debates that come to the fore, but you're absolutely right. SABC Radio covers all of our indigenous language in profound ways, and I mean, with that you really reach an audience that is the majority of South Africans. No other media house can quite say that. There's wonderful innovation happening, happening among other media houses, but SABC Radio really does a lot for indigenous languages and have done so since 1994. I mean, quite simply, as you guys say in your press release, we speak South African, and mm. it's a very diverse selection of South Africans and South Africanisms as well. Eben, uh, in closing, I was intrigued to see that the student winner 
went to a meaning-driven game. I have no idea what a meaning-driven game is. I have some ideas. But what was that and how did they win? It was a beautifully executed game that was based on a poem. And what the student did is she, she hand-stitched the characters and things. And then you had to play the game. And the whole game teaches you about the power of words and how words can harm or elevate. Or, or, or And it was a profoundly beautiful, um, powerful piece of work that was yeah. simple, but at the same time fun to engage with and beautifully executed. We look forward to seeing them grow from strength to strength. It is something that is valuable to uh, all broadcasters, and it's also valuable to all of us as South Africans. So well done. Thank you very much, Michelle. Thanks for the time. The Penduring Awards 2022, they took place this week. Uh, the, the theme was Let Your Language Loose, and uh, that was the Penduring Awards General Manager, Yibin Kun. Uh, you can go online and check out the winners for that one as well.